Welcome everybody to the Off the Tracks podcast. I am your host Travis Miller of Boiler Upload, and with me, as always, is Purdue's all-time touchdowns leader Corey Sheets. How are you doing tonight, Corey? Man, uh, not too good. Uh, how about you? Ah, uh, well, I'm hoping that the team was able to take Reindeer Shuttle uh, this weekend because they weren't able to move very far down the field. And uh, at least Reindeer Shuttle will take you to uh, Chicago or Indianapolis International Airport from Lafayette. But uh, we thank them as our sponsor. They, they've done a great job. Go to ReindeerShuttle.com to book your trip. But there were no trips to the end zone. or it, There was one trip to the end zone, I should say, but... Man, that was a rough, rough off game to watch, wasn't it? I mean, watching it a second time, I text you and I told you, this is hard to watch. Like, I, like you get happy for the defense and then they mess up. <laughs> yeah. You get happy for the offense and then they mess up. <laughs> like, I don't, like, I don't even know where to start, like. Uh, you know, I'll at least give the defense credit. I I thought they played well, and that is hard to – that's something hard to say when you give up 31 points. But, you know, the defense went out, got eight points because you know, the two-point conversion came after their touchdown. Seven points goes on the special teams because of the block field goal. And, you know, they gave the offense every chance. I think they recovered four fumbles on the day, had a chance at a fifth there on a uh, punt. And, man, it, I mean, I, I really liked what Nick Scorton and Kyder Jenkins were doing all day, and they, they caused some problems. And But it was it was a lot like the Iowa game in that the defense was good for 90 95% of the game. They give up one or two big plays, and the offense can't help them. Let me correct you. Thieneman and Jenkins had a good game. <laughs> uh, Scorton did, too. Scorton, I think, had like 10 tackles. Uh, yeah. And Thieneman did, too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Thieneman, Jenkins, and I'll give you Scorton. Yeah. Scorton, 10 tackles, uh, half a sack, three tackles for loss. Jenkins, four and a half tackles for loss, man. He he was a problem for them. <laughs> yeah. You trying to give you trying to give that special teams play to the special teams, and that was all Jenkins. He did the yeah. strip, sack, the fumble, the touchdown, he broke the tackle. <laughs> <laughs> the guy, the guy that was running next to him, could have tried to block him. He was just running with him, wanting to celebrate. <laughs> that's, that's fun though. If you're on defense, you got to celebrate the defensive scores. I, I love defensive <laughs> touchdowns. Don't, don't get me wrong. No, yeah, I agree with you. And, but just, just watching the whole team is just like you, you cheer for some guys, but then you cuss other guys out. <laughs> and it's and, like. I, I could only imagine what film was going to be like. <laughs> <laughs> and they had a great chance to start, make a statement early, but the very first couple of plays from scrimmage, you go, uh, you fumble it, fall on it yourself. So that's a loss. Then two penalties and you're already at field goal range. And, you know, I don't know, man, is, is there something I know it doesn't feel very often. It doesn't happen very often, but is there something to be said for the offenses on the sideline? They're ready. You know, they know they got a few extra minutes because uh, you're kicking off. You think the defense is going to be up there first. And then suddenly the offense is thrown out there in a situation like that is, I mean, is, can that throw things off from the first player or no? I'll be honest with you. I played on a team and stuff like that was expected. Like, 
when our defense went out there first, we expected to go out there soon. <laughs> ah, there you go. So like, <clears throat> and when it happened, like it, it literally they didn't throw things off because it's like, ah, right, you know what it is. This is how your defense play, y'all. I told them to go get the ball. They went and got the ball. You yeah. The ball? Like, <laughs> so, like, <laughs> I played on a team to where sudden turnovers happen six, seven times a game on a regular. And, like, that's unheard of. But it shouldn't – hell no, as an offense, you got to stay ready. <laughs> yeah, and really they had – they started at least three possessions inside Nebraska territory, and on two of them, they weren't even able to get anything. And that's that's your difference in the game because you have the opening possession where they turn it over on downs, which I did like at least going for it there. Purdue's shaky <laughs> on special teams too. Uh, so you're looking at a 55 yard, a 50 yard field goal or trying to convert a fourth and 11 in which given Purdue this year, I like my chances on fourth and 11, unfortunately. <laughs> I mean, especially with we getting blocked field goals for touchdowns. <laughs> yeah. And that, that was later on in the game. And that was after Purdue had started a drive at the Nebraska 20 yard line. It, that when I the second time watching that, when I tell you like, if I could afford to buy another TV, I probably would have broke my TV. <laughs> <laughs> and that ended and that ended up being the play of the game, really, because at that point it's still fourteen nothing, and Purdue's got the ball in the red zone for the first time all day. Plenty of time left. You put it in the end zone there, make it fourteen seven. There's, yeah, you got a game. There's more than enough time there, and. It's- even if you fuck i'm sorry (laughs) oh you're fine (laughs) but even if you get the field goal 14-3 is a lot better than 21 nothing that's at least a 10 point shift in a game you lost by 17 if we were playing video games you would have shut the game off at that point like (laughs) yeah i've done that (laughs) it's 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 crazy and hard to watch and I know you don't want to like point fingers, but you got to start pointing fingers at this point. Like, season's pretty much over. Are you are you the answer at quarterback? And we saw them change, make the change, but then they went right back. It was like, why? You should have just let them rock out. You couldn't got no worse. Yeah, because we did see Bennett Meredith for one series. He had one completion for <laughs> minus one yard. But uh, I, I'm with you. I. To me, this was Hudson Card's one of his worst games of the year, if not the worst game. And it he it just seemed like he was very indecisive. He couldn't decide, you know, he had some lanes where he could have run it and he didn't really want to. And then he had some, you know, he he wasn't getting guys guys weren't getting open for him. It would have been nice to watch that all 22 view because there were some times where he was just waiting for somebody to get open. Nobody's getting open for him. Man, it's like you read my mind. Uh, it was a, a play I just watched. I watched that watched me like three times just to make sure I wasn't tripping. And <laughs> he could have ran. I think they were on the 20, maybe 25-yard line. He could have ran to the left. Zero was coming across the middle. He was coming into double coverage. Uh, Miller was in triple coverage. And instead of running to the left, he ran to the right to where the defensive line was basically rushing and took a 
sack and put us out of field goal range. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I'm like, no, I, I know I'm not seeing things. Like, it, it was, I, as a running back, we live by, well, I was always taught to go by green grass rule. Uh-huh. If, if you see green grass and ain't nobody there, that's where you go. Go there. I mean, you get 10, 15 yards, that's first down, you keep driving. And even, not even. You, you get five yards and that would have kept the drive going. <laughs> like, it, it, it was, it's, it's hard to watch. It's like, who, like, it, it, I, I would want to say, like, who's teaching these kids to play? What are you seeing as a player? And, like, are you trying to be a robot or are you out there trying to be an athlete and, and making plays? I don't see either. Like, I see either bad coaching or you not going out there trying to make plays yeah see that's interesting and i'm i'm wondering i know purdue has struggled on the offensive line this year they get guys healthy then they lose guys i'm i'm wondering how much of that is a factor honestly with with things he has time (laughs) yeah and he's had some time you're right he had some time yesterday there's your answer (laughs) he has time it's not on the line Guys aren't getting open for one. That's evident. Uh huh. Throwing into double and triple covers damn near every other play. I wish they'd take the screen pass out of the damn offense because I'm tired of seeing it go for negative five yards. Yeah, I, 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 honestly, it's just too much to talk about. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Well, and then one thing that I noticed was I thought Nebraska's speed to the edge was pretty impressive too. They were able to string out Tracy, string out Mockaby. You could get nothing going when they were trying to find, trying to run north south. They couldn't find anything. Oh, and that was another thing I was thinking about. We're outclassed, and I thought like, like I went to go see Ohio State and Purdue. I was like, all right, that's Ohio State. They usually are better than us, but. Every now and again, we come out there and play on our A game. Coming out and watching this game and a couple other games, like, we don't have nobody else, that guy. I thought it was going to be Mockery, and I thought it was going to be Tracy. Then I thought it was going to be Black Committee with the receivers, but, like, guys fading to black after one game or a few plays of being great. <laughs> hmm. And Mockaby, the, the fumbling issues with Mockaby are officially a problem now. He fumbled again. Yeah, it was a second or third drive of the game. He fumbled. He had a nice gain. He had gotten the first down, and uh, ball popped out of it. They popped the ball out from behind him. Yep, second drive of the game, right near midfield. See, they didn't, they didn't show them on, t- on the TV copy. It's all it's, it was the start of whatever game was before. But yeah, wow. <laughs> yeah, it, it's officially his eighth fumble of the game, so you're averaging one fumble of the game a game. I don't care how good you are, how quick you are, you can't put the ball on the ground once a game. Yes, but, yeah, man, I, I, that's, that's a, it's a mental thing with him now. He's, he's got to be thinking about it. And I've been there. So mm-hmm. I totally understand. But again... You got to live by the rule of fumble is against your religion. You rather kill somebody than fumble the ball. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I I hate to see it, and it's unfortunate for the guy because I 
I'm, I'm a big fan. You know that. But, yeah. I mean, Tracy got to be the guy. And and they were they did a good job of containing Tracy yesterday. He had ten carries for twenty nine yards. Purdue finished with only ninety six yards rushing and ninety nine yards passing. You're below a hundred both t- both ways. Yeah, that's you're not gonna beat anybody like that. <laughs> not a team, not a D three team. There's <laughs> a couple high school teams you might not beat. <laughs> and. And it's just, I think what's so frustrating is I still feel like this team is close, but they're not quite there. They're just, they're missing one or two things a game. And it feels like once one thing goes wrong, they're not able to recover. Don't you agree? No, I'm going to call a spade a spade. This this is year one for a a rebuilding team. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. You might not see same guys want the way NCAA is set up. Now nah, you might not see half of these guys on the field next season because this, like, it's the speed is the speed difference is is, is clearly out there. Mm-hmm. And usually you don't you don't see this skill position out outmatched like that. We got to get better skill wise. We got to get better. Size wise, we got to get better. Mentally tough wise, like it's it's a lot of things that got to be fixed, and I'm not going to put it all on, on, on coaches. Some of the some of the you see guys quitting out there. Oh well, that's <laughs> that yeah, and there are times yeah you kind of see that. So uh, uh, it's it's a lot of work that needs to be done, and I'm, I'm gonna just go back to and say this is year one. So I'm not going to expect a national championship year one. <laughs> well, I think it's – to me, I feel like while the defense has improved from week one, I feel like the offense has regressed because even against Fresno State, they put up 35 points. Now, yeah, you got seven there on the kickoff return. But the defense was – you know, it caused some problems against Fresno. And then you got 24 against Virginia Tech, did just enough. 20 against Syracuse, that's when the issues really started coming with the fumbles. Only 17 against Wisconsin. You get 44 against Illinois. That was a, you know, that's looking more and more like an outlier. But then 14 against Iowa, 7 against Ohio State, and 6 yesterday because, you know, 8 points came off of the defense there. So it it just seems like the offense takes a step back every week. I agree with you, and the defense – plays well until they get tired. Yeah. And it's to be expected. A fresh defense is a fast defense. Tired defense is a slow defense. Our defense get tired after carrying the offense for three quarters. <laughs> and and I think you saw that a little bit in the Fresno game because they were on the field an awful lot in the third and fourth quarter. But I think the defense has gotten better since then. They they have played well enough to keep Purdue in the Iowa game. You know, they except they gave up the one big play. They had a really good game against Illinois, and they were able to keep it close yesterday. I mean, it, even at twenty one, I think it was yeah, it was twenty four nothing early in the fourth quarter, and there were at least a handful of times where if you felt the offense could have done something. They might have had a chance. You know, it's crazy. I feel like 
if Purdue had to score, I forget on what possession it was in the third quarter, it might have been a different game. Yeah, I, I think it would have been on the one where they had recovered the fumble at the 20 and they had the blocked field goal. Okay, so that's the possession. All right, so that's the yeah. Yeah. Because you get a, you get a touchdown there, it's 14-7. Instead, you get a blocked field goal, and it's 21-0. Yeah, there you go. That was – if that possession goes, even if you get three points out, if you only get the touchdown out of that, like, say you just mess up and they you tackle them. And it, <laughs> I feel like that touchdown just was like, all right, y'all can't get it together. This, this is not y'all day. It don't matter if y'all try. <laughs> we can go out here and make a mistake. They'll score a touchdown. <laughs> This is one of those days for us. That was it for Nebraska. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, that really did feel like ball game. And then you go back to the special teams element here. Purdue's now three of ten on field goals this season. They have tried two different kickers. <sighs> Hit the portal. Well, we do have a freshman coming in from uh, Brownsburg. So there, there is a recruited freshman kicker coming in. But I, I don't put as much of that because it looked like the snap was bobbled yesterday. But still, it, it, you yeah. got to have all three elements working on a field goal. <laughs> and it is not working right now. He hooked it. <laughs> it like, How did you know he hooked it? It didn't get over the line. The first one had that bong off. <laughs> but, I mean. Buy a kicker nowadays, like. <laughs> sign, sign a sucker guy to an NIL deal and tell him you want to come out and play football for the first half of the year. <laughs> Technically, Purdue has used three kickers because for the extra point against Ohio State, they sent the third string guy out there and he got it, Caleb Crockover. So you have Julio Macias, 9 of 10 on extra points. He's 2 of 6 in field goals. Ben Freehill, this was his first game back. He is one of four. He's 10 of 11 on extra points. And then you got Crockover, one of one. And the longest made field goal you've had is 43 yards. So it's like, you know, that's just an added thing you've got to put on the offense, unfortunately, where unlike a lot of teams where if you get to the 30, you know you're getting some points. It feels like Purdue's got to get at minimum to the 15, if not the 10, to get points. I'm be honest with you. I've, I've always never felt confident in a kicker ever. It was like you're over there sitting there cold. I know you're kicking in, in the net, but I've never been confident in a kicker. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're getting better. They're getting better every day now, but still. Hey, no, no, I get, I get it. It's some guys out there that are like, hey, no, they might be. You ain't got to worry about them, but they can be streaky too. Yeah, you you can have that. But just as an offensive guy, like honestly, as a running back, I always feel like if it's within four yards, give me the goddamn, give me the ball. <laughs> 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 With these four points, we keep going. <laughs> well, uh, I remember your the kicker when you were there, Chris Summers. I was working with his dad at the time, so I, I where my main job was at the time I was working with his dad and. When he was struggling that first year, even his dad was like, "Yeah, Chris needs to take a break right now." <laughs> Man, boom, boom, coach, can we please go for it? It's two yards. I feel like you disrespected me now. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Two yards. I can't get two. <laughs> 
Well, let's at least instead harping on some negative. Let's talk about the defense and the positives there. How about Dylan Thieneman, man? He, uh, I mean, he's he's playing like a freshman All American right now. He was actually a mid season freshman All American, and I'm I'm really enjoying watching this kid play. Ain't, ain't, you know, when I talk about having a guy on offense, we have a guy on defense. Thieneman, that's the guy. If you don't know the name, learn it. I don't know how to spell it, but I'm about to figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's oh my! Good. My son loves him because Dylan's his name, and uh, it's spelled the same way. So, <laughs> yeah, and he—he's—he's a—he's a player. He's an athlete. He's—he's he's a next level guy. Especially if he stays healthy. We need him to stay healthy because it ain't, it ain't too many bright spots back then. The second year, I feel like he's slowly becoming the vocal leader, whether we see it or not. He's making too many plays not to be. <laughs> and I, I, it just make, he does not play like a true freshman, does he? I mean, his football is football. I, don't, I always misunderstood that part to where people, oh, he's a freshman doing this. He's scoring touchdowns. He was doing this last year in high school. Ain't nothing different other than the stadium. <laughs> and everybody's faster, too. <laughs> no, not really. 4-3 is a 4-3. It don't matter. I, I got, I got, what was that? I got restricted you know, from the media for saying that. <laughs> Honestly, you, you want to know what the difference is in, in college football? Go watch Colorado. You see how they, they, their uh, O-line is struggling because they're they're not fast enough to, to keep it with these guys. That, that's what the difference is. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with the speed in the secondary because four three four four is four three four four on the East Coast West Coast Midwest in Alaska, <laughs> but <clears throat> I don't even know where I was going. I was right. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right, man. It's all right. And you know, as we mentioned, Kyder Jenkins, Nick Scorton. It's always good when you have that pair of defensive ends. Purdue hasn't had the two defensive ends playing together in a while, and they, there were many times yesterday where they were just meeting in the backfield. <laughs> that was that was lovely to see, to be honest with you. That was lovely to see. I, w- I was looking for more little celebrations, but once once he scored a touchdown, I was I, was, I jumped. I almost broke my uh, <laughs> my table <laughs> that knocked it over, but uh, I was happy to see that. Well, I think we can start turning our attention just a little bit to Michigan this week, and it's not like uh, things are going to get any easier. Night game in Ann Arbor, man. Ugh. <laughs> this is going to be bad to say. Like, I hope we have a different quarterback. I don't know, man. Do you want to give Bennett Meredith his first career start on a night game in Ann Arbor against the number two team in the nation? Hell yeah, to be honest with you. Yeah. <laughs> We've been having, I mean, this is it's calling a spade a spade, been throwing interceptions and being indecisive. We need we need some fresh legs. You never know. He might go in there and be like, hey, it's my time. It's, it's no better stage than what you said. Ann Arbor, number two team in this country at night. You know it's going to be on TV. 
Well, uh, it will it will be a challenge because Michigan is seventh in the nation in scoring, averaging 40 points a game. They are number one in the nation defensively. They give up roughly six points a game. The most they've given up is 10. <laughs> Go up there and put 21 on the board, even at a loss. We, we got we might have a guy. You put up, you put up fourteen. <laughs> you put up fourteen against them. You've done better than anybody else has. I mean, right? But oh man, this is just hard. <laughs> it is. It we is. We're critical, but it's like you want to say something good, but then like five things you can say bad. <laughs> well, and I just you know, like you said, this is a rebuild now, and. I do think that there is still a place to build for next season with what you've got right now, because yeah, you're probably not going to win at Michigan. If, if, if they win at Michigan, it's going to be one of the biggest upsets in school history. So, you know, let's, let's put that right where it is, but you've still got Minnesota, Northwestern and Indiana, three teams that, are probably pretty close to you with in terms of talent, in terms of ability. You know, you got. <laughs> well, Minnesota struggles to pass. Uh, Northwest Northwestern is surprisingly feisty this year, and then uh, from everything, they look pretty damn good. <laughs> <laughs> and then you got Indiana in the last game, and uh, Indiana fans want to fire their coach again, so. <laughs> and, and hell, they look good this weekend. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think Penn State just fell asleep for a bit. <laughs> no, nah, I, I watched that game. They, man, it, it went down to the wire. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, but this is one of them. Grab your hair, want to pull it out. You still want to be supportive, but you don't want to be too mean. Like, <laughs> yeah, and. You know what? What do you want to see this week? What is the best case scenario you think uh, for them to build into those th- these last three games? I'm sorry, you got to change cars. <laughs> I, I want to see somebody else back there. To be honest with you, mm. well, it'll it will be interesting and. Uh, you're at the point now that if it's not card, if it's not Meredith, you're going with a true freshman next year out of Texas, most likely Marcos Davila, who, you know, he's pretty good. He's a four-star quarterback, but <laughs> that is, that is hard asking a guy to come in and uh, be the guy from day one. No, I wouldn't. I, I, I honestly want to see Meredith back there. Give him, give him an actual full game. Give him a full week. Because, I mean, yeah, they're, number, they're right number two team in the country, but it's a football team just like any other. Yeah. <clears throat> well, with that in mind, we will uh, start to wrap this up tonight. We'll take a deeper look at Michigan later in the week. Do you have any final thoughts before we uh, close up shop tonight, Corey? What's today? Sunday? Yeah. Sunday yeah. Already, they already watched film. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> uh, well. Lick your wounds, fellas. Forget about it tomorrow. Getting ready for Michigan Tuesday. 
Shock the world. Nobody expects you to win, so. <laughs> ain't, ain't no weight on your shoulders. <laughs> Just, you might as well go out swinging, so. Well, all right. We will uh, wrap things up then. We want to thank Reindeer Shuttle, as always, as our sponsor. We want to thank um, Home Field Apparel. They've got great vintage Purdue apparel. They just dropped some really awesome uh, bomber jackets out there that look good. Go there. Use code BOILERUPLOAD. Get 10% off if it's your first order. Uh, And we will be back later this week to talk about Michigan. So for Corey... And myself, Travis Miller of Boiler Upload. This has been the Off the Tracks podcast and Boiler Up. ETFU. <laughs>